Hey everybody, welcome back to Rain City Supercars. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And this is episode 24 on, yeah, this time we've got a, another guest with us. It's our friend John Eltringham, who is a attorney in the Seattle area. So if you're rich and stupid, we've got the guy for you. <laughs> he can get you out of anything. Not Well, not anything. I mean, I always joke that John's my lawyer, but I've never needed him. <laughs> almost. Just, almost. I mean, there, almost. There's, there's, been some, there's been some moments. I'm not going to say that, you know. I have, you know, allegedly, that's the word that, that's the word that John has taught me. Allegedly. allegedly. You know? It's an important word. No, I pulled you over. Allegedly, because I let you. <laughs> allegedly is my favorite word. <laughs> it's, it's a great word. Um, I, Dan and I met John through exotics, um, but John has an incredible past in the car world. I mean, uh, he's been on some of the, the most cool, the most cool rallies. Uh, that sounds horrible, but he's been on a ton of rallies. Everything from, you know, doing the players run to gold rush, gold rush to, I mean, you were on bull TV run. with bull run with uh, Bill Goldberg. Yes, I was yes, many, many season one filmed season in one. 2006, which was aired in 07. If, if you're a car guy and, and, and you watch that, it, John and his good friend were in the Lamborghini. That was a it was a 50th anniversary roads or not? Well, let me let me educate yeah. you a little bit. Please more, educate. Nick, please. Me. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Before we bastardized. It's the not. It's not allegedly. It was a 40th anniversary. 40th anniversary. 2003, Mercy Lago in Verde Artemis. Yeah. Uh, it's one of 50 made for the world. And you decided to take it on a on a, a TV show where they were dri- having you drive through lit lights and behind school buses. Well, let me tell you this. They flew us down in a very circuitous route, not a direct Seattle to L.A. It was Seattle layover in Vegas for not enough time to get out and enjoy Vegas over to L.A. Picked us up in a town car, get us to, I can't remember the name of the hotel, Hollywood and Highland. Instructions, strict instructions, do not leave the room without being asked, all this stuff, because you couldn't run into other contestants. And we specifically asked the owners of Bull Run, what the uh, stunts would be. And they said normal wear and tear. And boy, were they wrong. <laughs> boy, were they the, putting the one, one over me. The one stunt that I remember clearly is they had the, the halogen lights or, or the bulbs on both sides of the bus, and you had to kill one set, slam on the brakes, go to the other side of the bus, kill that set, and, and work your way down the bus. Well, yes. I mean, and... And I remember sitting there thinking, and, and when the guy did it in like the Pontiac Sunfire or whatever, I was going, that doesn't matter. And then you two guys get in that beautiful, beautiful car. <laughs> and I'm going, who does this? Who signs the waiver for this? Well, if I can backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they said normal wear and tear. And we're like, we, I could have brought my 91911 Turbo. Probably would have withheld a few more things. Sure. But, you know, we were the rich a-holes. Uh, the real estate You can't guy see him, but he's in, he's in air quotes right now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I couldn't swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Attorney and the real estate guy. And so we submitted the video with that car, and they really wanted us. I actually had a T-shirt on that I'd gotten for David and Goliath in Vegas for the interviews. It said Major A-Hole camo shirt. <laughs> I took a phone call from a prosecutor, actually, <laughs> in the middle of the interview, and they're like, Wow, that was actually pretty cool. Like, well, I got to work. This is what I do for a living. <laughs> I have a job. That's, that's how I car. pay for these fun things, yeah. So, you know, fast forward to these stunts. It was the uh, stunt coordinator from Fear Factor, the show where they used to eat things and do things. He was a cool guy. Don't remember his name. We would 
and go through the test run in the van with him, and we would sign what I would call a contract. Here's the rules, here's the understanding, and we all sign it. And with the bus incident that Nick was talking about, they had like four fluorescent light tubes, and you're supposed to hit the one on the right, big flames for the TV audience, hit the one on the left, and, you know, alternate sides. Well, Jeff had liked to do a lot of donuts in the Lamborghini, which isn't really good in an all-wheel drive car, and so the clutch was wearing out. So we decided to buzz up one side and buzz up the other side because we knew that the amount of time we could do that in and the seconds for the penalties for doing it out of order, we would win no matter what. Sure. The one thing we'd not realized or had forgotten about overlooked was that we were hot mic'd. So when we discussed strategy, they'd overheard us. Oh, so they tried to coming. change they tried to change the rules. And let me say tried. Because again, I mentioned a contract. And when they tried to change it, I said, get your effing attorneys over here right now. <laughs> yeah. We had a discussion. Yeah. And it went my way. <laughs> oh, hence the attorney. It's almost like you're an attorney. Yeah. Well, you know, almost. And talking about other lights, we were in—I don't remember—not Alameda. It was before Alameda, somewhere else in California. Because most of it was what California, Arizona-ish. It started in Whitefish, Montana. Oh, that's right. In oh. uh, I think it was October, November. We flew. It was very cold. We brought tons of clothes, and we traveled west to Athol. Never heard of Athol, Idaho. Well, I've been through Athol, Idaho. Uh, yeah, uh, there was some type of theme park, water park. I can't mm -hmm. remember the name. Mm -hmm. Stayed many hours there because we got behind on filming. And they changed the rules every day because of me. <laughs> you mean they tried to change the rules and you challenged it? No, they changed the rules every day. <laughs> I see. Okay. <laughs> no speeding. Well, we could legally exceed the speed limit on a two-lane highway to pass. So we did 130-mile-hour passes. The other teams didn't like that because they didn't have cars that were that fast. So then it was 10 over to pass. So I found another team we could leapfrog pass 10 over the whole day. And then they said no leapfrog passing. And then we did a. You were the kid that colored outside the lines and didn't color the picture, aren't you? Oh, yeah. for sure. Yes. <laughs> That's what I love. That's very clever. I like that. the leapfrogging. Yeah, oh, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. have thought of that. I like you it. You can only break the speed limit when you're passing. Well, so, I got to pass at 140. <laughs> my nickname on the set was then Loophole because they had their actually Rocket Science Laboratories was the production company. They had their lawyer there every day. And we had these yurts and tents and crap. And we're in a hotel somewhere. You know, we were really staying in these tents. And. They would come out, read the rules, and change, and we had to sign off every day, and literally every day it was a rule change because of something I would I love that. figure out. I love I, that. That's since you and I have met, and, and a lot of uh, people have said that you and I are lost brothers, which I'm, is, is a compliment to me and insult to you, uh, but <laughs> it's, it's thinking outside the box. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, it's like you were lucky that day you got pulled over from the Fast and Furious. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never, that never I was happened. just riding in a Lamborghini. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And my <laughs> former neighbor. The story of that was, I, we had seen Fast and the Furious, it was like three, two or three. There's been so many of them, I can't even tell. And I had a, a good friend of ours had his, uh, his Lamborghini. I got to ride with him and got done. And I'm coming out of Kirkland and I just, you know. As, as many people know, I have a BMW as my daily. It's not very powerful, but it does the job. And I got on Kirkland there and was buzzing in and got pulled over. And I don't even know. I, and I don't remember, like, I distinctly, I, I, I was, I, I tried to make an excuse. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I think I did say that. Like, uh, you said I was, so I was in a, I was, <laughs> I was just in a Lamborghini and I really apologize. And, 
and the the comp was like, was very. I was horrible. It was well, you know, it was one but of the first times. But it was the times truth, right? I had, yeah. I, oh yeah, exactly. It was the truth, and I was bragging a little bit. And it was new to Seattle. It was my first time being pulled over here. I had been pulled over on the way here. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> but uh, and and I don't remember how we got to the fact that he was your neighbor because I I said well. Because you, of the Lamborghini, he's like, "Oh, you might know my neighbor." You might know my neighbor, and that's and then that turned into the fact that he was a Washington State, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And I mean, and I it was it paid knowing you. I didn't know that it was going to you know. So oh, you can pay me trooper. now. A state trooper. Yeah, you need your checkbook oh, out now. We should yeah, exactly. You should, can you? Uh, who is the state trooper? Because we actually have a lot of troopers that listen to our show. Believe it or not, my brother's a state trooper, and he well, he's, a, at work. he's a former trooper, Dave Bennett. Now he's a Snohomish County Sheriff, and now he's a detective since uh, February first. He's a really great guy. Yeah, no, yeah, I was, he was, I will say this, for the, I mean, for me saying the stupid things I said, <laughs> he was very nice, he was very calm, he was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the normal, you know, you know. I found an amazing trend with policemen, that if you're just not a complete a-hole to them, they're actually pretty nice for I was the most sweating part. bullets, <laughs> I was sweating bullets because. As I, you should have been. I know, I mean, but it was just like. I had I had just changed insurance and, and and a ticket had just fallen off my record, so I was like I was I must have been shaking. I, it's just I, I've never been real good at traffic stops. But um, John, before we get too deep in, into bull run, I want to kind of go back on the fact that you know cars and speeding are somewhat of the reason you became a lawyer. Well, well according to your father, right? According, according to, to your father, father yes. Yeah. I mean, it's story. a really good it's a really good intro. Take it away. Yeah. Well. I did get some BS ticket when I was probably 16 and a half working at Albertsons. And that Mercer Island police officer told me that uh, I can, you know, just pay the ticket, mitigate it, or fight it. But he'd never had a ticket dropped to radar or hire a lawyer. And he'd never had a ticket dropped to radar. So at, back then, I thought you had to have a lawyer to fight a ticket. And I sure. took care of it somehow. And my dad was okay with it. And I may have gotten another ticket in between. But when I was about 19, got pulled over. Uh, Eastgate area for allegedly Nick's new favorite word. Oh, it is my favorite word. <laughs> Dan Absolutely. will learn the word now. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> allegedly going uh, 71 to 35. Pulled over in Danny's parking lot. The officer from Bellevue asked me why I was in such a hurry, and I just said, I'm just meeting my friends at Denny's. I really like the Grand Slam. Who doesn't want a moons over my hand? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm still trying to figure out how he did 71 in a Denny's parking lot, but yeah. <laughs> me too, right? Yeah. It can't <laughs> happen, tell you. right? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so uh, I distinctly remember some dining patron who probably was a frequent uh, visitor came out and asked him to turn his lights off. Because they were, you know, interrupting his fine meal. Oh, the the the, the police lights were yes. what was blinding the, the lovely patron. The spotlights and the blue and reds. Oh, but yes, interrupting yes. his meal. He'd like to eat, as he said, a quote, a decent meal inside, and that's verbatim. Yeah, the that's officer, a patron. Yeah, the <laughs> officer said, "Shut up and get back inside, or I'll write you up for disrupting." And I was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. So hands me a three hundred and thirteen dollars speeding ticket, and I'm like, mm, "All right." Well, I didn't tell my dad about it because I thought he'd castrate me or take the car away forever. And, and my parents have been divorced for a long time, but I told my mom and I got a lawyer. And the first lawyer wanted me to watch a video and give me a lecture and I fired him. Oh, so he didn't want you to watch a video for like punishment. He just wanted you to watch a video in order to work with him? I didn't, I didn't even get that You didn't far. watch the video. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No. yeah. He, he wanted to give me this lecture and do this stuff. And I'm like, look, I did not hire you for a lecture. Yeah. Yeah. I hired you for Just because I allegedly did this doesn't yeah. mean I want to pay for it. Yeah. 
So somehow I found this other attorney named Sam Eck. He did a lot of either estate work, something. I don't, I don't even know how I met him. And I went and got the discovery and the radar gun was not certified with the city of Bellevue. So I went on my own to the magistrate. So back then, now it's just regular court, but back then you go to the magistrate and she told me, I'm not going to dismiss it because I don't feel like it. And mind you, I was 19, you know, snot nosed, blonde hair. And I immediately shot back. Didn't even think it's not what you feel like. It's the law. And she says, and a lawyer is born. (laughs) (laughs) She says, well, due to the nature of the speed, you're going to have to see the judge. So I got a new court date. Oh, she, she could have dismissed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is how little I know about the court system. Well, this okay. is back, but it was this is a flagrant. Oh, this is Bellevue too. Okay, that's the pre-screener. The, the, the pre-screener. Okay, all right. Yeah, gotcha. but flagrant violation. Of the, you know, she should have. It should have had it, but it's okay. So then, of course, I signed for a new court date. I kind of thought the one might get mailed, but I wasn't sure. So I went home every single day to check the mail before my dad. He was a doctor at Swedish. I beat him home, except this one Thursday. Thursdays were his day to see patients. Mm-hmm. And either the mailman was late, somehow my dad got the mail, and on the envelope from the mail, he's like, oh, here's your messages, you know, something from Nordstrom came in or some bullshit. But um, he just, the silent, (laughs) here's your The one day he came home early and got the mail, yeah. Yeah. So he did find out about it. We talked about it. I got kind of grounded from the car for a bit. And surprisingly, when the court date came around, he offered to go to court with me. He had some half days and he happened to have the half day off and I was really perplexed and kind of surprised. Well, he could have stayed home and got the mail that day for him. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the same thing. Well, right. Yeah. So yeah, I was a little like, wow, that's, you know, but of course I was kind of a <laughs> smart. So were you going to court with your, the lawyer as well? Uh, I specifically brought the lawyer because I got screwed with the magistrate. Got it. I didn't trust the court system. So of course, I didn't quite. It tell all, my they dad. always go right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't quite tell my dad I'd hired a lawyer, but at that time, okay. But I'm like, nah, dad, I got this. Go to court. The woman in front of me had a minivan with a broken speedometer, and the judge is like, "Well, there's no law that you need a speedometer." Guilty. I'm like, oh, uh-oh. Well, the radar gun had still not been certified or on the city's list, so I got my ticket dismissed. I came home. My dad's, John, what did the judge say? Dismissed. I changed because I had a job at that time at Brooks Night Chevrolet because I liked Corvettes back then. Yeah. 89, ZR1. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that dual overhead cam made by Mercury Marine Motor. That's right. Zero it was Yamaha. Good. Yeah, Yamaha. Okay. Yamaha, was, Mick, Yamaha and Mercury. They was like, okay. it was a, it was a well, Everybody engine. knows that if you make keyboards, you make really good. <laughs> hey, Yamaha made some great motors. The Taurus SHO 32 valve overhead V6. Yes. Or V8. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Anyway, way but, back, and they don't make them anymore. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. Nice motorcycles. They used to. Yeah, yeah. We digress. Yes. yes. But we digress. It happens a lot, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Off topic, us. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. This show should just be labeled ADHD. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well,. I was, you know, a little bit of a smart, you know, to my dad and went on with my day. <laughs> <laughs> he still gives me crap about it. And that was probably 
eh, June, July, I think court was probably August ish of that year. And then I got a Christmas card from the lawyer's office. And my dad <laughs> had a good laugh about that. <laughs> we and, thank you for your, your, your patronage. We hope to see you again. So yes, my dad thinks I went to law school to Get out of speeding tickets. Well, my attorney, Mike Sheehan, is still on my Christmas list. So, well, I, mean, I haven't got. I rarely get tickets anymore, but he's saved my butt pretty well in, the tw- in my twenties. Uh, I know so. Mike well. Yeah, he's helped me out over the years. So, gotta give him credit where it's due. Yeah, it's been. I, I, for some reason, I you know I think as as car guys, we get really good at scanning the road <laughs> and, and looking for light bars or <laughs> well, things like that. I, don't, I really don't speed that much around town, though. I mean, I, I rarely do between Bellevue or around. It's just too busy. There's too many people around. It's not worth it. My last when I get out of town, been, I'm not uh, going to say I don't. But... Uh, carpool lane violations. Really? Allegedly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. I was allegedly. Well, yeah. Allegedly. That's what your tickets were for. Let's be clear. One of the best times that I allegedly got a ticket, I was coming from Bellevue College and I had to get back to Mercer Island. And you know, there's that really nice X entrance. You can come onto the alleged... Um, yes. For Car- carpool, carpool. Are, yes. And I go down. I, this person driving goes down this, this ramp <laughs> and drove past a police officer, a, a state patrol. And I thought, he, he thought, um, I'm not good at this. So I zip over. And the next thing, and I got to give this cop credit. He pulls up in the, in, the, in the carpool lane. And like he's got his sunglasses on, the lights on. He looks over at me and just gives me this big old grin and goes, just starts pointing to the side of the road. And I am sitting there in my car like this. You can't see it. Like hands on the wheel looking forward, like acting like I don't see this, <laughs> <laughs> this, this cruiser. And so he inches forward and he inches forward. And at this whole time, he's got a grin on his face. Just like, and he goes, mm. <laughs> So uh, I allegedly had to pull over and uh, be... I don't know what was happening. I, uh, I get, I've gotten caught there, and then I've, I've allegedly been caught like in the S curves up north by Everett. They're always the motorcycle cops are always waiting up there. Yeah, I just those are. I'm I impatient know. in traffic. Had so. you hired an attorney, you might have gotten out of it. I actually got one of those tickets. Maybe it was a seatbelt issue that he yeah. pulled you over for. Not a, <laughs> why was, were you in this lane? Well, I was just doing so many drugs and didn't have my seatbelt on. I didn't know where I was driving. I mean, I was no, seeing no, double. I, I swear I had two people in the car. <laughs> I just drank in so much Rainier today, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I have an imaginary friend with me. <laughs> I just got someone out of an HOV lane ticket today. It, the wrong statute was written. Happens a lot. And this is a veteran trooper. Oh, Sure, they love that. <laughs> they don't know. They I mean, don't care. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Just write <laughs> They're writing it. They... I mean, there, there was a very cool uh, Bellevue police officer, uh, Officer Lydiard. He's retired now, and we'd have fun bantering back and forth. And he was like, look, I, I shouldn't even have to write reports. I just pull as many people over. I don't care if they fight it. Um, <laughs> he was cool. He wrote my mom a ticket once. <laughs> and You're uh, trying to tell me they don't have quotas? Um, <clears throat> Come on. Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, I was going to say, in Winthrop, that's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like John's saying, it's not like if it gets, dis- if it gets dismissed that they, you know, they're going to take 10 bucks out of their paycheck. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, no, yeah. They're, they're just, doing their job, and I get that. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just want to make sure they can you know, alter your day and make you think a little bit more the next time. Sure. Yeah, I exactly. agree. So, like I said, most of my interactions with police have actually been really positive. I don't oh, have those definitely. horror stories. <laughs> I'm like, most times I've been pulled over, I'm like, yeah, that was totally my fault. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but uh, it is true. it was allegedly your fault. Allegedly my fault. <laughs> like we, I said, he was learning I this word. pulled over, not taking Pulled over, yeah, exactly. Let's be clear. Yeah, well. A lot of warnings. Not everybody can blow the doors off of an off-duty officer like I can at seven, or six in the morning <laughs> in Moses Lake. So that's, you know. 
I'm special like that. Um, You're special every way. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to John about some of the uh, wonderful cars he's owned and how he got into doing rally racing and things like that. Good call, Nick. I need another drink. Hey, everybody. This is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2-fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2fitnessredmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free. But remember, you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. And we're back. Uh, John, we always kind of talk to our guests. I mean, obviously, you're, you're, you're a car guy, but I mean, that kind of goes a lot deeper than most people. I mean, you've owned multiple Lamborghinis, multiple Porsches. You've done multiple rallies. But let's kind of, kind of, kind of go back. You know, we always talk about like... Dan and I always talk about growing up in the 80s and the fact that we always had, you know, the posters on the wall and how, how we got into cars. But your your cars kind of go, your memories of cars kind of go back to when you were a kid and you had a neighbor that had a, uh, it was a. Let me tell you, it was another doctor family. My dad. So many with. doctors. Well, doctors. Doctor, it was doctor, good then. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs> they had like a one eighth scale 911 turbo. And this is the late 70s. So it was off the first turbo. Yeah. I mean, rubber tires, huge, you know, and so we'd kind of play with that. And Did they have the car? Was, like, was that something that they were given when they bought the car? Did they actually no, they own, the own a car? they didn't own a car. Well, they did have a yellow 924. Oh. The VW, poor man's Porsche. I don't know. Whatever. A Boxster? No, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sydney. Well before <laughs> you were born. But Sydney doesn't have a Boxster anymore. She's she got a really nice 911 now. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they had a nice house with a pool, et cetera. But, yeah, they had this awesome turbo and... Gordon and I always loved cars, and growing up, he'd have posters of 911 Turbo Cabriolet in his bedroom or bathroom in high school, and I had other things. And sure, you know, growing up with, well, I had Countach posters. And yeah, I did too. We all think you I had, had a red or you have a, I had the you, red one with the with the double yellow line. Yeah, I think there's a white one. I can't. There's remember a black exactly. one, and then there was the white. There was a white Countach, a red Countach. I had the red and the black. I had the red one with the black and white checker floor. And then there was a oh, yeah. there was a red and a white Testarossa, which was the popular yeah. of the other well, side. I of actually that. got yeah. one of the Countach posters visiting Seattle in 1984. But growing up on Magnum PI with a Ferrari 308, still want one. I rented one in Hawaii in 1997 as my law school graduation present to myself. Drove to Hana. It was fun. Nice. It was an 86 328. Beat to crap. As all rentals are. Yeah, 66,000 miles. I was amazed it lasted that long. Wow. Stuff. Uh, some of the... Yeah, but you still got to cruise ho- through Hawaii in a Ferrari. It was awesome. So, I mean, Trust you know, me. It I mean, was awesome. Cool. awesome. Yeah. And it's like the steering made a noise. And I'm like, I brought it back. I was like, oh, is there something wrong? He's like, hey, if you don't want it, you know, I'll rent it to someone. I'm like, no, no, we're good. <laughs> I, uh, I just want to make sure you didn't think I broke it. Some, <laughs> yeah. some, yeah. some body cladding thing kind of rattled or fell off. So I fixed it with duct tape. And he thanked me and uh, didn't charge me for the over mileage I'd put on it. Well, that's nice. No, yeah, replacing that part would have been a lot big of money. money. Did yeah. you wear the baseball cap, the mustache, and the flower shirt? No, but I can, oh, I can dig up some pictures probably somewhere. <laughs> but uh, no, but I drove to Haunt. It was fun. And, sure. But like I said, growing up, Miami Vice, Magnum PI. I mean, that's when I, you know, Lamborghinis, obviously, forever, and Ferraris and Porsches. Well, we were just talking about uh, that that classic scene in one, in Miami Vice with uh, Don Johnson and the black uh, Daytona Spider and the white Countach running through the, Miami. The McBurney replica Spider. Replica. Okay, which actually, yeah. I have to mention this in law school in the uh, copyright trademark patent law class. 
the Miami Vice case, the suit from Ferrari against McBurney oh, was that. one of my cases in our case law book. So it was kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah, because they used a replica. That's the type of law I would want to had to. They had to blow it up. That was part of it, right? They had to destroy it. Well, McBurney, he did some something about his either the MB or something in the headlights, and but yeah, they couldn't make it anymore. What was the under? What was the underpinning of the car? Corvette. It was a Corvette. Okay, that's okay. Interesting. Before everything was a Fiero, it was a Corvette. Yeah, pretty much in kits. I've never seen a kit car, a Fiero that's that's looked good no, ever. They never do. And now everybody's making kit Bugattis, which I think is really funny. <laughs> Out of what, Toyota MR2s? Yeah, oh, MR2s. And yeah. yeah, you don't. So your love of cars, I mean, you, you graduate law school, and then you, you your first real supercar was a, a Porsche. My first, well, let's go back. Supercar. Okay, supercar. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the Subaru 25 RS oh, no, that I spanked out yeah, at the track. That's a super Japanese car. That's yes, a really it was. cool car. It was an amazing car. Yeah, yeah I'm still a it fan of It was fun. They could car. be jealous. Yeah, he would be. He still is. I'm a little jealous. I still want First fun car was a 1987 911 or 930 Turbo. Red, black. And bought it. And, uh, Did you buy that right out of law school? No, it was several years later. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. Probably when I shouldn't have, but I, I did anyway. And flew down to California. I could not sleep the night before. I was so happy to be going to drive this car home. Heck yeah. Hit 170 in the Siskis on the way home. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Yes. What well, was another state? Doesn't matter. So I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is long gone. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, wait. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to overuse this word. <laughs> I had that car for a uh, year, I don't know, a little over a year and a half, something like that. Um, then I bought one of my favorite Porsches I've ever owned, which I wish I still owned, 91 965 Turbo. It was Beautiful car. Insane yeah. fun. A little less Widowmaker-ish. <laughs> much, much, much better car. Hydraulic clutch. I mean, just light years ahead with just a few years difference. Okay. And started doing car rallies in that car. So, and before we get into the car rallies, there, there's something that you're known for around the car community here, and it is your license plate. And you've had this license plate for a long time. Well, that came from a rally in 2004. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so why don't we talk about the rallies? And okay, then let's we'll go in the rallies. I, I, I thought it came before that. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, you know, Continue. you like to get ahead of yourself. I, Nick yeah, gets excited. I do. I, do. Yeah, he's yeah, I really have excited. to calm him down. He's, he's real excited. <laughs> I'm really glad we don't have the cameras here right now. Um, <laughs> So, They're coming. Yeah. 2002, I'm checking out of Mandalay Bay, waiting for, you know, I had some time to kill, just waiting. And all these supercars start flying in mid-morning, midday. Ferrari 550s, Lamborghinis, I mean, stuff from Europe I've never seen. Sure. I can't remember what it was. And it was a Gumball 3000 coming through Vegas. They come out of... Arizona or somewhere. If you from don't New know what the gumball is and who Maximilian is, go look it up. It's it's an incredible route. They do it all around the world. It's never the same route. But yeah, watch the original movie. It's actually a pretty fun little movie to well, watch too. But I mean, the, the movies are great. But like, what um, is Maximilian always the one that's run them? The like the actual. As far as I know, for Gumball Three Thousand, yes. Yeah. And Ed, for for you, and I am friends with him on Facebook, so you know, really is important. He, did he actually marry what's her name? That rapper Eve. He's married. I don't. He's know. married. To, okay, up. so but Maximilian's. A, it's, it's it's. I don't get I'll digress, but go look up Gumball. Look at the history of it and look at Maximilian. I mean, they they do these rallies through Europe. They've done it through America, yeah, everywhere. everywhere. And it's it's 
there's been some tragedies. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> car wise and people wise, but it's incredible. So you're coming out of Mandalay Bay. You're, you're you know you're a car guy. So I'm a car whore. This stop yeah, a car whore. Car whore. Well, that's okay. an even better. There's a bumper I, sticker. I, that's what Absolutely. I say. I'm a yeah. Car exactly. Whore. Yeah. Okay. I'm on car number forty something. I think from according Dang. to me. Luckily, my insurance company wow. they, they number cars. But yeah. let's go back, checking yeah. out, see yeah. these insane. I think Jason Prissy was actually even on part of that rally that year. Met this guy in the, like I said, Ferrari 550. Some you know, parents or families, you know, oil barons or tycoons, and just talking about the rally. And I, I literally could not believe that anything like that happened in the U.S. I was like, holy. Yeah, how are you getting away with doing this here? Yeah. So super excited to see that. Met a lot of the drivers. Um, a year or so later, saw an advertisement, probably in DuPont Registry, and I swear also at like Treasure Island and something about Players Run 2004. And I missed or didn't see it, it was 03. Uh, Players Run started in 2003, it was a LA to Miami or somewhere in Florida. That was also the same route for Gumball 3000 that year, LA, Miami, I, I can't remember which one went first, I think Players Run might have a little bit, a lot less cars on that one. And like I said, I saw the advertisement in 04, Call up. Oh, yeah, well, we have one spot left. Typical marketing, you know. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where do I send my money? We'd yeah. love. We'd love to have you. Yeah, but yeah. One spot yeah, sure. left, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me pay double. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually got some of my own sponsors, some people to pay for advertising. Alvin Goldfarb Jeweler. Nice. Oh, right wow. up the road. <laughs> Another watch guy. That was great. Sure. And. Uh, Help pay for my vacation, but great advertising, great marketing. And we did some photo shoot for Goldfarb up at uh, Golf Club at Newcastle afterwards. Um, shipped the car to. And which New car York. did you take on this rally? The 91 Turbo. The 91 Turbo, okay. And there were some really amazing times in that car. Uh, met this uh, good friend of mine, Brian Durand, who was filming. He was foot to the floor, flat out in a 85 Testarossa. Dang. And he was doing, he said about 170. And I passed him like he was standing still. <laughs> Allegedly, he was doing 170. But Porsche. And <laughs> it was the, the sky and the and the storm and the weather. It was black sky we were driving through. And we were going for so long that the, uh, you know, wastegate turbo, it was glowing orange. Yeah. Just, he has a picture of just this glow off the back end of my car he thought it was on fire but i was just flying by him so where were you i mean i know we you... were driving into denver, denver so i don't exactly know where we're no i'm just trying to get yeah the, paint mid, the, midwest, paint the, midwest the somewhere yeah. I, just, okay. I just don't remember exactly where we were but we were on in denver and then it went from denver to aspen and i had this other interesting friend who uh rode with me from denver to aspen he had a protomotive Twin turbo 993, it's a narrow body that Protomotive had turboed. Okay. And he blew the motor at the track. <sighs> That'll and happen. He hired a flatbed to, I think it was Kansas somewhere or somewhere in the Midwest, maybe not Kansas. I can't remember what track we're at. I'd have to look it up. He got a dude to flatbed it to California, <laughs> tried to get it fixed before the end of the rally. He, he paid in cash. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So I drove. He blew the motor on your car? No, his car. His, his car. 993. Okay. I'm just, okay, I'm just clarifying. I okay. don't let people drive my car. Oh, yeah, I know. I, we you, had that you conversation. You had a dream about yeah. it, but yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where were you guys coming from, by the way? Because I, I started in New York. 
Okay, so you were coming from the east. So Yeah, come from the east, New York. Somehow hit Niagara Falls area. It was really cool. The helicopter tour in Niagara Falls. And then we went to Cleveland, Ohio. Somewhere in Ohio. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Um, Chicago. Ran into uh, the lead singer of Rush, Getty Lee. That's my favorite, awesome. My favorite group ever on the sidewalk getting out. I was like, didn't even know. It's like, whoa. It was awesome. <laughs> Is he a car guy? He's probably not as much a car guy as... Uh, Sorry, is he a car whore? Not like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he did take the time to talk to me for a couple minutes. Awesome. I didn't want to like, you know... You don't want to be that guy. I didn't want hey, to be that guy. do you know who you are? Yeah, I probably was that guy, <laughs> yeah, but it was sure. cool. And sure. uh, when we, we were staying at the same hotel, the Hotel Peninsula Chicago, one of the nicest hotels I've ever seen. Marble everywhere. Back then in 04, you could still smoke cigars. It was an awesome room. And Anyway, Getty Lee... When he came back in the hotel, looked me in the eye, gave me a smile and nod and walked past me. When I was like, that was cool. Yeah, so. that is really cool. You could now live your life at, I, at yeah. whatever level you want. I yes. was wondering when you were talking about the rally, because I've, I've driven those that area, that Midwest crap area extensively. And there are so many roads where you're just like, if you're not going 100, you're going out of your mind. Because it's so long and so straight and so slow and flat. And your visibility is probably 10 miles. So well, back in that first rally in 04, I met... Dustin and Dotto, Techademics. Dotto had his twin turbo yellow M3. Him, oh, I forgot Adrian about him. Yeah. and I, the three of us, hit a toll booth, and we were all doing 180 on the way down, fighting traffic downtown Chicago. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and somewhere else in the Midwest, probably Kansas, Dotto gets pulled over. Dotto gets put in jail. Oh, so oh. I, I uh, happened I to call my this. good friend Steve Smith, who I still do a lot of cases with now. He helped me find a, an attorney for Dotto, and we got him out of jail. And Dotto did finish the rally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he and, he used to make like the rally videos, right? Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in a number of the videos. What I've, happened? I mean, that's they're, you know, I mean, he's got married kids. Oh, okay. And, All right. Life, know, this I mean, is life. This happened. is right before the YouTube takeover. That's when no, everything. I remember. I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm in a number of their videos. Yeah, you're infamous in one video. Well, I, don't I mean, know. it is what well, though the Burger King video. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Where I, you were, you were uh, going through. Was was it a Burger King drive-through? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you were going through a Burger King drive-through in a 2002. Yellow Everos. I apologize for my Italian. Yeah. Yellow Everos. Whatever. Whatever. Lamborghini. Uh, yeah. The With Burger- a Burger King, Bur- uh, Mr. King hat yeah. head on. I remember this actually. Oh, from I mean, the video. it was in all and, the mischief videos. And yeah. I I will forward the picture. I yeah. do have it here. And they, are you from corporate? And we're like, yes. <laughs> Give us free Absolutely. food. Absolutely. <laughs> the King drives a yellow Lamborghini. <laughs> So my friend, which you've met, Jeff Miller. Yeah. We used to watch those videos together. I mean, we were, I think we were at the Players Run launch in Seattle together. We all went and checked it out. And I was at that launch. Oh, yeah. 05 was the launch here. Yep. It, you know, it's amazing. That brings up a point. Like, the fact that we all know each other, but we've all been in the same areas through cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not oh, knowing, yeah. you know. We've laughed at that. I mean, with so many people I've met over the years, we're like, oh, yeah, I was there, too. Oh, yeah, I was there. I was just talking to yeah. uh, Erica Scholl, who's Rob Dom's girlfriend. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when we were in Monterey two years ago, and she posted some picture on her Instagram. I was like, when was the first time we met? And Or when's the first time we talked to or uh, started following her or something? I was like, yeah. when I ran into you in Monterey, Monterey on the street. Yeah. And she laughed. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's so like, you've been stalking her that long? Is yes. that what you're saying? Uh, well, I don't know why you're looking at me. I'm, I've never met her. I I did make a sexual advance towards Rob in the middle of <laughs> Corso, um and scared the crap out of his little assistant. Oh, I'm um, sure you did. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But I mean, it, it was, just happened to be on Cannery Row, and she was walking by. I was like, oh, it's Erica. And, and she was like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she had just started her account, and Rob had oh, just started Oh, stalker number her. 672. It, and she was just getting started. So it was like, oh, I know you from Instagram, and which is there's no non-creepy way to say, I know you from Instagram. But she thought it was funny, so I was sure. glad that she didn't slap me or anything. Well, she, that's good. Yeah. So you're, you're, I mean, you've had quite adventures with these guys, obviously the mischief guys, and, 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 and doing the rally. Um, I, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just trying to segue back into it. I, I get that. Okay. I was, I was going from Denver to Aspen. Absolutely. <laughs> Aspen, huh? You cut me off. What's yeah. the, mm, what's California. The, mm, California. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite. So Samsonite. back where that story, and I'm sure I can find where Brian had written up about the Testrosa and me flying yeah. by him. Brian asked if he could ride with me from Aspen to Vegas. I'm like, sure. So we leave. <laughs> oh, God. This brings back another another fun memory. <laughs> That's a long drive. You have so many great stories, John. We left. We tried to leave super early. We're like, we're going to beat everybody out, but we wanted breakfast. So we went go to like, now, Players Run was really good. It included dinner, breakfast. All you had to do was gas and lunch. But everything else was included. Parties, fun. So we go to this other breakfast place. It took forever to get out of there, but we still left. And this group of us were just flying, good music, and a sheriff blocks the freeway. That happens Parks pretty often on in the oh, middle of the freeway. Okay. And waves everybody over. And he probably a car guy. Just wanted to see your cars. Something like that. Talk to you. See your license. Things like that. I just remembered this. Proof of insurance. So they write us all tickets for like, I didn't even remember the speed. It was either 90 and a 60. And they didn't observe all of us allegedly doing this. Mm -hmm. But Brian, hey, we're too embarrassed to tell our friends that we only got caught for 90 and 60. Can you write a one in front of us? So this one Colorado trooper woman something with this... she wrote a one on my copy. <laughs> so oh, I do on your copy. Ticket. Okay. I was like, well, but still, you know, you yeah. for 190 to 60. 190. I, I can't remember exactly the speeds, but it was funny. And of course we got out of that ticket because they didn't observe. Yeah. Personal. See me do it. It's we want to slow you down. We all, we all remember the, the first scene out of cannonball run when the girls pull up and they put the one in front <laughs> of the yeah. 55. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So later that day, uh, I'd met a, a gentleman. I don't remember his name. He had a, Essentially, brand new Ferrari 360 Challenger Dolly. Oh, nice. Nice car. As they came out in 04, if I'm sure. correct. Yeah, I think you're right. This yeah. was June of 04. And, oh, he's got a country club membership at the track in Texas, and it's the racetrack country club, you know, not your golf country club. And he tracks the car, and he's a super driver. So we get on it into Vegas. And he, uh, Tells me later he was doing a indicated 184 and I was pulling away from him. <laughs> so that's where the I eat Ferrari plate came from. That's uh, right, and that's and we go I back. I know to Nick that. wanted to. Yeah, well, no, I mean you've had that plate ever since I've known you. I mean yeah. on all your cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know I so. eat Ferraris. We eat Ferrari. Yeah, that that plate's been fun. 
Well, I mean, that, it's infamous. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, <laughs> nobody, nobody has enough letters to say I eat Lambo. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it's incredible. But um, so you, you had, you had this lovely Porsche, which you, as you say, you, you parted ways with, but wish you hadn't. Correct. And that led to what else? What I mean, what, give us. I know you. I know we're working with forty cars here, but well, the, 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 a lot of the daily drivers they had for two months, six months, sure. tired, bored. But the Porsches with the eighty-seven nine thirty, the ninety-one nine eleven turbo, or nine six five. The part numbers for that car start with nine six five. So my plate was nine six five. Tell okay. I got I eat. But of course, I had a ninety-one nine twenty-eight five-speed. It's pretty rare. I think one of seventy-five five-speeds. Yeah, real cool. Oh, car. Wow, very fun car. Um, decided. Just because of some medical issues my brother was having. He's got early onset Parkinson's. I was like, you know what? Something happens. I need to have fun. So I bought a Ferrari. Sold the Porsche. Got a 512TR. Oh, so I had the I 91 Turbo. Yeah, okay. 90, 93 cool. 512TR. Took that on the 06 Players Run. So the 0405 Players Run was the 91 Turbo. Took the Ferrari out. Then the Ferrari broke. I was first, gonna. I was gonna ask. Gear, what's, the, gear? what's the reliability issues on that? Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, hate it. Yeah, Ferrari was no help. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was during the time period where they were transitioning. I don't know if it was the parts or part sales from the warehouse in Italy to the warehouse in the UK, and oh well, the prices went up, and there was no. It's aftercare. closer to you, but we raised the price. You're right. welcome. No aftercare, no service, and I probably should have listened to one guy. It was either through Recombi or somewhere it was like, well, I know the guy there and there's one left on the shelf. And I kind of don't always believe the one left, but I probably should have that time. You tend to get that. Yeah. One, one, one spot right. left one on spot the player's left, run. One, yeah. one, one, one part on the cl- one yeah. uh, drive shaft. And so basically it was a $5,000 drive shaft that arrives on my doorstep. <laughs> and so I have a Recombi America flashlight at home and it's my $5,000 flashlight because that was oh. my free gift. Oh, how nice. Oh, it was. Funny. Yeah, so I, I still have that flashlight. So did you get away from Ferrari after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I answer this, but... <laughs> yes, we... The Lamborghini Murcielagos were blowing the doors off the Ferrari. So mm-hmm. yes, I got an O2 Mercy. Did that uh, Joyride rally it was for Santa Monica. We stopped in Texas. And then I got a different Murcielago. It was going to go out for this Navigator's run. They had paid to ship my Mercy out to Kansas. The rally fell apart because the guy that put the rally together absconded with some money. No. Yeah. And actually, Navigon had sponsored it. They'd done either private label, private navigation stuff, and that was going to be their big marketing ploy, and it got ruined for them, unfortunately. It sucks for them. It did suck for them. No lawsuits there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but since I already had the week off and all my court covered and my business phone basically turned off and i drove from kansas to denver saw a couple of the guys from the bull run reality show asked where the lamborghini doorship was drove down there to see what cool you know accessories they might have and five or six hours later i drove away in a yellow o2 and had traded in my silver o2 (laughs) that i had for two months and the, the one on 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 bull run was not was that was your partner that was my friend jeff's your friend jeff's car that's right okay because you had, because I think when I first met you, you had the yellow one, and then you got the blue Eli. Oh, I'm sorry, it was blue. The blue one is when I first met you, and then you you had the orange one. Yeah, the Arancho Atlas. That LP640, and yeah. now I have a yellow Orion LP640. 
It's funny because uh, you and I were talking um, when when my folks and I drove down to Boise. Uh, we stopped up in McCall mm. and stayed yeah. at a wonderful resort um, that you stay at, Shore Lodge. Beautiful. And you place. had messaged me. You're like, I've too, been yeah. there, and I was and I was I was standing up by the desk, and and you had sent me a photo of your car sitting outside there. And yes. I go, I go. You remember this? The guy was like, Oh, I know that car. Yeah, he comes. Here. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. the Shore Lodge. Great, absolutely. great place. Yeah, we were there in the winter, but I mean, it was just—I mean, the, the guy was over—I mean, absolutely knew who you were. Didn't necessarily know your name, but knew the car. Well, and yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll drop it again. If you're a driver, it doesn't matter what you drive. Well, you'll have a lot more fun in the nicer car you have and the good tires and good brakes. But around McCall, that's heaven. It is pure heaven. My you had dri- Canyon. My drive from so I got that car delivered from Houston to Salt Lake City. Yeah. I was born in California, grew up in Salt Lake City, thought it'd be a great place to at least drive partial home, learn the car, yeah, just have fun, get to, to know everything about it. So I left Salt Lake City probably a day late, but I had some other friends staying at the Shore Lodge and instead of Boise, and I, the drive from Boise to McCall in the curvy canyon, just <laughs> oh, that road is We've talked absolutely about oh, yeah. one of my favorite roads ever, Yeah, and I got to drive it again last year. It was just heaven. Yeah, Absolutely. for all of you listening, that's Highway 55 North to McCall out of there. And then um, you can go a ton of different ways. You can keep going up 95 up to Grangeville, or you can cut left and go through Baker City to Hell's Grangeville Canyon West. Places. I mean, there's a one of my favorite roads ever is Highway 86 West. Or it goes 71 to 86 around uh, Copperfield, Snake River Canyon. That's Hell's Canyon West, and Hell's Canyon East is what everybody refers to, which is 95 North. Um, this part of the broadcast brought to you by Dan's Drive. <laughs> but if you're a car guy... Uh, it seems strange to say, but Idaho is your playground. Idaho is heaven. Let me tell you, I also, last year, after not doing rallies for much, did the Sun Valley Road Rally. Yeah. And drove. That's the one where Bugatti shows up for... They do. They yes. have. But, I mean, it's a speed run. It is a speed run. And Part of it. Well, there's a... This, this, last year was changed. Bugatti okay. didn't come. But, but I mean, that's losers. The videos from, I mean, they have sort sure. of made that rally infamous is the well, Bugattis. Sure, the Bugattis. Well, sure. In a straight line, anything that can go fast to go super fast. Sure. You know, that's why I do enjoy the curves on Highway 55. I sure. love that. But we drove out, did the road rally. Edsel B. Ford II and Henry Ford III were on that rally. I that's spent the cool. entire day. Never heard of them. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> Nick, I'm not surprised. But Dan, Dan and I will be talking now. You, you can go take your. Oh, break. okay. Oh, yeah, exactly. Is it time for a crayon break? Break your Rainier. <laughs> it's like automotive royalty. It was absolutely, no, absolutely, stunningly amazing to speak with them. For I hung out with them all day. And what and what were they driving? Out of curiosity, the first, well, the O five, O six. I'm not exactly sure which year, but they had. Four GTs. They had G- number not two, the G- number they didn't two. Have the new GTs. No, and I should ask them why they didn't, but you know, you don't want to go up to them. Oh, oh, why? You know. Yeah. But yeah. they could have been Names racing. on the car. Why can't you get one? Right. <laughs> Are you not on the list? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. There's plenty of people yeah. we know that were on the list. <laughs> but they were saying they could have been racing at Lime Rock that weekend or the Sun Valley Road Rally, and they've done the rally before, and they love Sun Valley. They own property wow. there, and it was a really amazing experience to talk to them all day and. I had looked at getting a Ford GT in 2007. Didn't because there's no luggage place. No, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine had driven with someone else from San Diego back to Seattle in one, and his deodorant melted in the front trunk, in his backpack. And that was all it could fit was the backpack oh, in the front oh, nice. trunk. 
I don't know if you know if you can fit that much in the new GT. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and so Edsel was explaining, well, you know, we had to design it with this and it you know, sure. had to have a, a seat and a glove. Defend box it to and, the end, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, sure. from the you know, based off the sixties one and yeah. then I took him to my Lamborghini. I do ten day road trips in a you know, one carry on and all duffel bags. it's like an artwork to to put the luggage in there. So and you even, a, there's you, a shocking amount of room in the front. I, and that's why I like... And you travel with your lovely wife as well. So, I do. I mean, and yeah, it's absolutely. her you guys, air, yeah. airplane bag, you know, like sure. her carry-on. Yeah. But then I do the duffel bags. Of course. And that's the only reason I'm a little hesitant besides the price tag difference on the Aventador because the trunk's a little bit shallower, or, you know, narrower. I mean, it's a little deeper maybe, but it's, it's going to be really, really difficult to uh, get the luggage... I know there's a little shelf behind the seats in the Aventador, so maybe some duffel bags. I might have to, you know, borrow one for a while. I'm waiting for Gen 2. The Aventador is, in my opinion, long in the tooth now. It's still a beautiful car. I love it. It's nothing sounds like a Lamborghini V12, period. Any mm-hmm. Lamborghini V12 from, I mean, the 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 opening scene of Cannonball Run with the, <laughs> the Countach, the sound of that changed my life. But still, I'm waiting for Gen 2 because I feel like there's a ton of room for improvement on the Aventador, the dual clutch, everything else that they don't have yet. So, you, you, I, you've never owned one of the baby bulls, though. You've, you've never had a Gallardo, have you? No. Okay. I, <laughs> I didn't think so, but you know. We need video because I wanted to. I wish I had that look on camera, looking at you like you're crazy. Like, what is wrong well, with he, you? He is, he, I get that a lot we, from him. But we, we went from the cars, right? Yeah. 87, 930. Well, I just didn't know if you stop. ever. Stop. Didn't you own a 360? I thought you owned a Modena. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Went from the flat 12 Ferrari to a V12 yes. Lamborghini. Yeah, Why go the back? The drive shaft doesn't work in the Ferrari, so. Uh, it was I the mean, first gear, either gear that yeah. really messed things Still, up. Dang. And they either broke while they were under warranty when they're brand new, or basically with twenty five thousand miles. I had another friend with five twelve, and ours both broke within five hundred miles of each other on the odometer. Oh, that's painful. And he fixed his himself, and got it when the parts were cheaper. He was in and done for next to nothing. And there's a gentleman anyway. that comes to exotic sometimes, Dave. Yeah, Dave. And he does all the work on his yeah yeah everything and, and himself. is incredible but yeah yeah interesting he's out and about a lot too he's a yeah. he's a good guy to talk to because he's always out at community events he's an advance member he's, he's but he's constantly working on the car that way. yeah that's, true. <laughs> that's it's, why it's, it's running but yeah the Winchester Mansion of Ferraris but yeah, yeah I uh, was gonna say what do you think your next car is gonna be Mercy Lago. Well, I mean, you've had the Mercy. <laughs> I've had five Mercies. He Nick. just it's changed not his colors. Five Mercy. It's not going to be another Mercy. But I do love Mercies. Though. There's, there, to me, it's, it's an iconic design. It's got the doors that properly go straight up. I mean, no disrespect to the Aventador. They they go up a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, Angel wings. Yeah. I do want an Aventador. I did drive a 2012 recently, and it was a very nice. The technology, a little bit, you know, it was not a huge. I did drive. The uh, Ventador S and the Performante down at the track and thermal. Lamborghini invited me down, and I had to buy my airfare, and that was it. And cool. I did get second place in the salon. Nice. Good for you. <laughs> but the uh, to me, the Ventador S, I mean, I didn't, you know, it's not my car. I don't know how to, you know, turn some of the dummy things off or all the buttons, but it was a little too smooth. Yeah. I like a little bit of a feel, and the Mercy's got a great, steering road feel and the 2012 Aventador I drove really still had that feel um, I know people complain about the suspension in them sometimes or a rougher ride but if you have the factory 19s or 19 and 20 versus the no rubber on the sides with that it it drove great to me and the segue of the technology was great 
And a lot of your mercies, and I don't know how many, were manuals, right? Four of the five, yes. Four of the five were manuals. And would, not that they'll ever make another manual, I think, in in their large cars, but you like the manuals. Oh, I love the manuals, but if I will educate you, Mm -hmm. the O2s and O3s were all six speeds. Okay. And then O4, they came out with E-gear. Yeah. Okay. So, I like to educate Nick, by the way. (laughs) Allegedly. Fun. Allegedly. <laughs> well, and the eager, the early eagers. I've I've driven a few Mercedes. I've been lo- very fortunate enough to do that. And uh, the early eagers were a little rough, but they, man, there's nothing like the sound of those clicking through the gears. And they, like, the feel of the fixed speed is where it's at for me. I'm a, I'm a diehard manual fan of my sports cars, but I, I am too. The but the that the the O seven eager is a huge improvement. Yep. And I will play the video from the Sun Valley Road Rally. I mean, you cannot, and and even that drive, we got to talk about Highway fifty five from Boise to McCall. I'm actually happier to have an eager on those curvy, curvy roads with both hands on the steering wheel, perfect shifts, yep. and you just feel more in control of the car. You know, I do love my six speeds, but I, I tell you, when you're in the big curves, tight curves, and driving like that, it's really nice to have both hands on the wheel. Yeah, I was on a solo road trip in my GTR, and I actually came across a uh, Shelby Cobra rally, and it was guys with, they had, there was a few replicas, but they had a ton of originals, and I, because I was on a 5,500-mile trip, I had a tool set in the back. And I pulled over, and there was like five of them all pulled over trying to help this guy at a gas station. And I don't know, remember what it was, but I pulled over at the time, and I was like, you guys need a hand? I've got a bunch of tools. I said, I know, I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm the guy in the GTR. Well, you are crazy. But yeah. yeah. I, said, but, I said, but I actually have a standard set with me as well. And so they were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just a fan belt or something. That we'll it, forgive it, that you have a GTR. Yeah. yeah. Or it was alternate, I know. It was an alternator belt, and they needed to loosen the bolt for the pulley to rock the alternator to put a new sure. belt on. They had a belt, but they didn't have a way to get it loose. And so I was like, oh, I got just what you need. And sure you know, five minutes later, they were back on the road, but it made me laugh and it made me smile at the same time. I was like, ha saved by the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that car? No, no, no. I actually, think I, so. yeah, I actually really like that car, but I never trusted the transmission in it. And it, it seems like everybody I know who has driven one of those and put a lot of miles on it has gone through a transmission and at $20,000 a pop, no thanks, not worth it. No. So I love my C7 manual. Actually, I'm one of those guys who's still every day. I never regretted buying my C7 Z06 in a manual. That thing is just ridiculously fun to drive, and I never worry about anything. This is so cheap to fix. Well, relative to its competition. Yeah. yeah. Relative. Relative to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, well, um, so. let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back and close this up. Hey, this is Nick from Rain City Supercars. This part of the podcast is brought to you by M Squared Fitness. Personalized fitness, personalized performance. Find M Squared Fitness online at m 2 fitness.com mention rain city supercars get your first session free and we're back um john i really want to thank you for coming in and sharing some of your fun stories and correcting me and allegedly um you know all the good stuff you know this comes by nature to correct you what are you talking I, I, about well yeah exactly <laughs> happy to be here thanks for inviting me i've had a great evening well good we appreciate that um I know we want to kind of update some of our friends. Obviously, they can see you at, at Exotics. They'll, they'll now know who you are by your license plate and can come up and... Uh, oh, I don't or have that license plate anymore. Oh, yeah, or apparently 20 Corners Brewing or Mark 20, Ryan Winery yeah, or wherever we keep running. If you're anywhere in Woodenville, um, yeah. yeah. John and his lovely wife, Kimberly, will be or out. If, to, uh, yeah. Or if you're in court a lot, you might or, see me in action. Let's hope yeah. not. <laughs> if you walk into a courtroom and John's on the other side, walk out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to go well for you. <laughs> 
Yeah. Loop, like, I'm sorry, if loophole is on the other side. That's right, loophole. Yeah. That's my new plate. That's what it should be. Loophole. Loophole's a good one. I don't like I that. I decided I needed a new loophole plate. Loophole legal. I've had I eat Ferrari since, you know, 04. I just, I've retired that plate. I've yeah. got something new. I haven't decided what to do yet. Nice. You, so you just have regular number plates on it now? Right now, yes. Right now, yeah. Well, I mean, that'll change. Shame. shame. <laughs> Gang shame. <laughs> Help I think f- loophole. I think that- help me figure something out. Absolutely, we can, yeah. We if you can do if a you, drawing, yeah. We can if you do see a John, contest. you know, and you have an idea for his new license plate, um, yeah, or send us an email. I'll post it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So we've got a couple events coming up this weekend. Well, we have one event. Uh, if you were too late and you didn't join Avant soon enough, you're not going to make it to the uh, Advanced Carbon Services Lab, uh, where we talked about earlier in our last yeah. podcast about who does all of Lamborghinis. Not all of it, but they do. That's where they developed the Forge Carbon out in Seattle. So Adam from Avance is putting that on. Thanks. I'm luckily going to be at that. Uh, if it ever stops raining, which it doesn't look like it's going to for Saturday, we might actually have opening day exotics. But again, this is kind of normal. We're for trying hard. <laughs> yeah. It's okay if you don't. I'll be out of town this weekend. Yeah, that's right. John's out of town, so we won't, you know. I keep sacrificing hybrids and burning them in parking lots and haven't been caught. I think I actually mean, somebody uh, put, somebody told us that we need to burn a, we need to burn a Prius. That's Prius? Last, <laughs> last year I posted, I said we sacrificed a Prius and yet we still don't have an opening day. You're supposed to sacrifice too. Absolutely. Well, that's that's the next thing to do. Well, they're all the left lane. Just bump to pass. Bump to pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rain City Supercars has got a couple of uh, neat events. We had, Dan and I had a meeting today that we're going to be announcing real soon as far as Monterey Car Week and some things we're going to be doing yeah, with that. we got our and, own little uh, rally coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Seamont Rally heading down to, uh, down to uh, Monterey this year. But um, we're going to be partnering with uh, Concorso Italiano and doing a couple of things with them as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun times. Um, but again, John, thank you for coming. We really appreciate it. Um, we'll take some time out of your me. busy day. And um, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.